You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Welcome everyone, I am Johnny Christ and this is the Drinks with Johnny podcast. Thanks for tuning in, thanks for joining us for another week as I sit down with a really great guest in Tech 9. He's got a new album out right now called Asinine. Uh, I've been trying to get this guy on the show for a while, we've been emailing back and forth for quite some time. I'm actually glad it took a little while because now that this record's out, I got a chance to listen to it before I had this chat. Really great record, of course you got the song. Uh, with the rock on there, um, which is really badass, and uh, you know, Tech's just a really cool dude. He's just—he's really just down to earth. Really has been in and out of this industry for 30 years plus, and he's just still, still killing it every day, grinding it out on tour right now. And all—all uh, all the love goes out to Tech Nine for being on the show and for being a rad dude, and uh, just having this conversation with me. Uh, if you want some more drinks with Johnny stuff, listen to through the end. <laughs> Easy enough for me to say. And uh, I guess that's it for right now. So without further ado, I bring you my chat with Tech Nine. What's up, everybody? I am Johnny Christ, and on this week's episode of Drinks with Johnny, I am joined by Tech Nine. How the hell are you today, my friend? Yes, man. I'm gravy, man. I'm just waking up in uh, Boise, Idaho, on the Strange New World tour, man, and we're on like show. 25 out of 68, I think. Wow. Dude, I, I saw you, you were uh, waking up the other day in your bus on Instagram and uh, showing us all how you live. And is that, is, that a, is, is that how you always have your buses when you're out on the road? Or is this just for October getting geared up for Halloween here? It's always um, October all year round for me. You know what I'm saying? I always take my mask from my clown shrine um, with me every once in a while. Like, well, most of the time I take my, you know, my clown shrine uh, mask, but the ones you saw, one of them is actually my stage mask for the clown portion of this tour. You know, I have an extra one in case the one that I'm using that stays in the case uh, backstage breaks, you know what I mean? So you saw the extra one and you saw a gift. Uh, the other clown mask is a gift that the, uh, one of the fans gave me, you know what I mean, on this tour. But I always got the Halloween theme going on uh, all year round in my home. Uh, it's my favorite holiday. Um, this all came from my Christ mom. <laughs> you know, I, I was, yeah, I was born in 71. She, she took me to go see Carrie in 76 and Halloween in 78 at Hunted Houses. I learned all my darkness from this Christ-driven woman, and I love her for it. Because <laughs> I've used it all my life, and it created Tech Nine, and I have fans all over the world because of it. Thank you, Mama. Rest her soul. Thank you, thank you, Mama. Yeah, rest in peace there too, uh, dude. Well, I think we're gonna get along just fine then. Uh, if yes. uh, Halloween's your favorite holiday, that's also mine. We usually do a big, we do a big Halloween party here. I like, I go, I go all out for it. It's it's a lot of fun. But uh, yes, sir. Since we're gonna we're gonna easily get along together about most things, but there's one thing I got to bring up that I don't think we're gonna get along too well on. What? You're a Chiefs fan, huh? Ah! <laughs> to, to, to the to the depth of me, bro. You know what uh, I'm saying? Since I was a since I was a baby, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about. I'm the kind of Chiefs fan. 
when they're losing, I'm still a Chiefs fan. I'm not a fair weather fan. I've been a fan of them for since I can remember walking. Okay, I'll so, give you I'll give you the 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 uh, where you the from? Where, 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 there. where you I'm, from I'm, though? I'm from SoCal. I'm from Orange County, so I'm a, I'm a big Raiders fan. Oh my God! Enemies. Oh yeah, exactly. Oh, Just like like brutal enemies right here, like <laughs> division rivalries. As soon as I saw that that Red Kingdom song that you put out, I was like, I don't know if I could have him on my show now, man. I was thinking about <laughs> <laughs> Raider Nation. Raider Nation is so serious, dog. Oh yeah. Whenever I, whenever, I, whenever I post anything that got to do with the Chiefs. Or my jersey or anything, they like, we love you, Tech, but this Raider Nation. <laughs> exactly. That's how I Raider felt Nation when I saw coming. it. When I saw it, that's exactly how I felt. I was like, oh, man, we have so much to come. We're going to have a good time. But then this shit has to come up. You like, ain't about to, but, but you're not about to pay $900 for a ticket to go to the new stadium, though. So you're not really a fan anyway. So oh, yes, I am. And yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me like that, Tech. I, I will absolutely yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. Everybody asked me. I just had a a show in Vegas, they're like, are you coming to the Chiefs game? I'm like, hell no! We're gonna fight! <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> Not definitely going to a Chiefs game in Vegas when the Chiefs are playing and we happen to win or mm. we lose. It's gonna be a fight no matter what. No, I don't want to be... It's always a fight. No. Raider <laughs> fans are crazy. <laughs> well, I, remember when I remember when y'all was in Oakland. All the yeah. stuff that was happening in Oakland. Oh, Oakland Holy moly. I loved going there, though. I went to I, yeah. I went there for uh, one of the last seasons before they left Oakland. It was, yeah. it was awesome against the Bengals. Um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I, I grew up the same way as you with the Chiefs. Like, uh, you know, I grew up as a Raiders fan from from day one. Okay. So, so right. we we could we could at least just respect the fact that we're not fair weather. We've seen them up and down, and we're, we're, we're good how, how old are you though? If you don't mind me asking, I'm 36. I'll be 37 next month. Yeah, you're a whippersnapper. I'll be 50 <laughs> in two weeks. I, I I have seniority. Chiefs, baby. Red <laughs> That's bullshit. No, no, that just means that just means you're closer to your way out. No, no, you're closer to your way out. <laughs> touche, touche. <laughs> oh, that's fun though, yeah. man. How do you how do you feel about your chance? I mean, right now the uh, Chiefs just got back up to five hundred at three three. You think you're gonna make it back all the way up to uh, another AFC championship? I don't want to talk about it, man. I want to jinx them. I just want to let them do their magic. I don't want to talk about it at all. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is so? Do you watch uh, other sports? I know, obviously, no, football is very no. Just football. I am not a sports nut. I've never been a sports nut. My uncle Ike is a sports nut. He's the reason why I like the Chiefs, the Royals. You know, saying anything Kansas City, Sporting KC, whatever it is. You know, what I'm saying I'm all for Kansas City sports. That's it. I don't watch. I mean, we were watching a Lakers game yesterday, and I'm like, I don't know even who to root for. I like LeBron. I like Curry. I'm like, hey, may the best man win. I don't care because I'm glad I'm like that because I have enough stresses in my life already. I don't need any more stresses. My team. <laughs> my team. No. Oh, no. man. I'm, I'm wrapped up in the Lakers and Raiders and, and everything. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, I'm wrapped up in <laughs> it. I, I love it, though. That is my so, stress relief because I, I, I don't I, I have a stake in it. Right. But not really because I'm not out there doing it. I just root for. So that means last night you were upset then, right? I was a little upset last night. Yeah, I was. <laughs> that's unnecessary stress. Brother. But I wasn't I wasn't super upset. It's not, I don't let it I don't let it ruin my night. It's just kind of like, yeah. oh, man. And then you just say, well, it's the beginning of the season. We'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, 
you, you, you kind of think that it's like a bad omen, like, ooh, this might mean the season might not go that well, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. you don't need that stress, man. So have at it, though. You know? Oh, I'm going to. I'm going to. Can't, I can't change now. I'm, I'm set my ways. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, but let's talk about how you, we got together. Like we've been talking um, between uh, our team and Sean uh, have been talking about getting you on this show for the last several months. Um, and I'm actually kind of glad it fell through the first few times because now I got to listen to Asinine enough times before you came on the show that uh, I had no idea that was coming when you when we started these talks. So, I mean fantastic record um all the way through still killing it man i you have like one of those styles that i really gravitate towards in hip-hop that really fast uh syllable uh rhythmic thing that that i mean you've been doing it for a long time man it was that was that just uh something that i mean i hadn't heard too many guys before you do that was was that you coming up with them or was was there a lot of influence in there no nah, man uh my influence like I said, I'm about to be 50. Uh, I'm older than all these other guys. Uh, my influence back then to start double timing and triple timing was actually Slick Rick. You know what I mean? Back in the day, you know what I'm saying? Um, he used to have this song called Lick the Balls. Like, don't worry about the thing just don't worry about the thing just make sure nobody sees us or something like that. We're rich, we're rich, we can have whatever would please us. And I was like, don't worry about the thing, don't worry about the thing. Don't worry about a thing. Don't worry about a thing. Don't worry about a bit of 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 a it's a Midwest thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with Bone Thugs and Harmony. Midwest yeah. thing. Got with, got with uh, Easy E. Blew it out the water, man. We we're fans of them, too. But yeah, well, Another one that I was a fan of uh, early on, it was the first time I had heard besides you, it was like Busta Rhymes doing doing it, too. And, uh, yeah, Jamaican Toasting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was- Jamaican Toasting. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, um, like not so much uh, the scenario Busta Rhymes, not so much... Later on in his career, it sped up, you know what I mean? But but he was always able to do that Jamaican-type toasting. I think that's his background, though. You know what I mean? Like, Poor Righteous Teachers would do it. Um, Freestyle Fellowship would do it, you know what I'm saying, back in the day as well. You know what I mean? Um, Fushnikins, you know, like, Chip Foo is still a murderer, you know what I'm saying, on the double and triple and quadruple time, you know? So there's been a lot of people that's dabbled in the fast spitting, but when it comes to chopping, it's like dying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I've had so much fun listening back on the catalog, and, and then of course, as I mentioned, As uh, Asinine that's out right now just came out. Was it two weeks ago now? Uh, no, um, a week ago. A week ago. Sorry. Yeah, it'll be two weeks by the time this comes out. So I was just you know futuristic on it. Oh, why didn't tell me that? Yeah, two weeks ago, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't. I don't try and do the. Yeah, this is pre-recorded. Everyone already knows. It's all that. good. It's all good, man. It's all good. Yeah, two weeks ago, man, came out this booming. 
after two yeah. weeks. Whoa. Yeah, no, it really is, though. I mean, uh, the obvious uh, collaboration, uh, big song that popped off, Face Off. Um, yes. Dude, great job on that. Like, uh, we got Joey Cool and Iso King and, of course, The Rock. Uh, yes. That's going to be... Dude, everything about that, like the I was, I saw the video first. I was uh I was at the country club with a couple of buddies that are like, Hey, have you seen this new Tech Nine with the rock? And I was like, No, and he showed me the video. The video is amazing, the song is incredible. Yes. I yes. had one I had a couple of questions on it, of course, but one of them was Did you help the rock with his with his uh with his verse at all? Only with the structure. He knew exactly what he wanted to say. It's about drive, it's about power. We stay hungry, we devour. Put in the work, put in the hours, and take was out. That's all him, because I just wanted him to talk like a right. motivational speech on that eight bars, you know. And he said, "No, I want to rap, dude." And I'm like, "Ooh, you want to rap?" <laughs> like, yeah. And I said, "Okay." And he said, "And I want to go fast too. I want to do something like it's about drive. It's about." I said, "Keep that, keep that." So he gave me the words, and he was, and he had the cadence how he wanted it too. So. I just helped him structure it. Like, you should put that right there. Oh, that'll be dope right there. That, oh, that right there. And it ended with extreme mono. Boom. Yeah. Oh, it's powerful, it man. And it's, you know, it's, uh, you just kind of put on your producer hat a little bit on it, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I've been doing that my whole career, though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, of course. Structuring rhymes, you know what I'm saying? And uh, it's a wonderful thing, brother. You know, we work together. It came up with an amazing project you know what i'm saying and it's still climbing to this day you know what i mean the video is like going up dude you know it's insane every day i look at it it's got it's got another million views on it and everything it's like it's it's, it's, it's doing a million a day yeah. never in my career dude thank it's you incredible man Dwayne, the rock big uso johnson yeah man so cool and it's it's such a random like pairing i guess in my in my estimation i, I would never expect it but uh, from everything that I've read and seen, it looks like you and you and The Rock have been friends for quite a while. Like, how did this all come about? Um, I was doing press a few years ago in L.A. I just dropped a new, I was dropping a new album. It was the day before it came out. And I was leaving L.A. on the way to the um, airport. And some of our uh, movie partners were with us, you know, Shawnee and... Lorenzo, you know, they're like, hey, man, The Rock's just shooting um, ballers. I want to know if you can stop by, say hello. I'm like, what? Yes, because we've been talking before, you know, throughout the years. He's been posting stuff like him working out to straight out the gate with me and Serge Tonkin of System of the Down and, you know what I'm saying, Riot Maker, all the aggressive music, you know what I mean? He even posted some from my artist Mayday, you know what I'm saying, just really showing love to strange music man so um he wanted to meet me because he heard i was in town so they stopped us by there we met i gave him the record he was the first one to have that record i forgot maybe it was nina maybe it was i don't know i have so many records um and he was the first one to have it and on at that meeting we said to each other he said to me we're gonna do something i don't know what it is but we're gonna do it i'm like i believe you so i got this beat like sometime in 2020, early 2020. And um, my producer, Seven, who did the beat, he had just left. And, you know, his mom had just died and he said he didn't want to do music anymore. And he went on somewhere else, you know. And uh, I had a few beats from Seven and that was one of them. And 
I came up with the hook. And I thought to myself, I need to get my brothers, ISO, King ISO, and uh, Joy Cool on my album. So I did my verse. It felt like like a UFC, like sports kind of like feel. Spirit of a yeah. Lion described my soul. You know, I just did what the beat required. And um, sent it to my guys. They murdered it. I played it for my uncle, Ike, with all three verses on it. We had a part at the end that was open. And he said, wow, that's a dope song, nephew. Um, what you going to put on that last part? I said, I don't know yet. He said, man, it's like a fight song for real, man. You should get Conor McGregor on it to talk. And I'm like, the the Irish guy? And he was <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, I don't know, homeboy. I don't know him like that. So I don't know. And that made me think, Big Uso. Oh, what's going on, everyone? Brando here. Haven't been around for a while because I am busy. You know, I'm working five jobs to feed ten kids. And when it comes to dinner, I'm just looking for an easy way out. But... There is a great thing that I have found to make my day a little easier. Factor Meals. Right now, I've got a black pepper and sage pork chop. I'm going to eat it right here on air with you because I want you to hear in real time how good this thing really is. So it's got a nice little sauce on it, nice grill marks. Like this thing is ready to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, no, no. This is some quality quality pork right here. The nice thing is, it's healthy. The amount of protein in this meal is broken down for me on the side of the package. I don't have to worry about it. I know once I eat this whole thing, my macros are going to be unbalanced. This is, this is what I need. This is good. Oh my God. It took two minutes for me to microwave this thing. All I had to do was sign up. Meals get shipped right to my house every week. They have a wide selection to choose from. Dude, they had dill crusted chicken. They had chili. You want to check it out? Head over to factormeals.com slash drinkswithj50. And use code DRINKSWITHJ50 to get 50% off. That's code DRINKSWITHJ50 at factormills.com slash DRINKSWITHJ50 to get 50% off. Yeah, I know. It's a mouthful. But so is this meal. So I'm going to keep eating it because, man, this is good. Wow. So it. I hit him in his DM. I said, I think I have one, brother. And I, I decided to need an email. So I can send it to you. He sent his email right away. Like, holy moly. And that's that's sent a big DM. That's a big DM list he must have gone through. Yeah. I mean, I've, 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 I've DM'd Rihanna lately and Billie Eilish and Kendrick, even though I got a song with Kendrick and no response. But The Rock hit me right back. <laughs> and I got, and I sent it to him. And he's like, Uso, this is the one. It's the one. I said, yeah, man, I just need you to talk on it. Something motivational, man. You know what I'm saying? Pushing people. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to rap on this. For the first time, I'm going to rap on that. I'm like, holy moly, donut shop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and the rest is history, you know? Yeah, man, I was definitely surprised with it. I mean, I definitely, I've, I've been a huge uh, fan of The Rock. As you see, I wear an Undertaker shirt. I'm a big wrestling fan. Yes. Um, I've been watching him for a long time and uh, known that he could sing. And obviously, he did the 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 track, uh, all the tracks on Moana with uh, on that. So oh, yeah. I mean, he's definitely You're musically welcome. inclined. Yes, and yeah. and and because of the cadence in "You're Welcome," I knew that he could do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? That makes Moana. sense. Yeah, well, man. So, there is that there is that quick little little cadence that you say in "You're Welcome." So, yeah, it's perfect. That's what I know. That's what I know. Yeah. And and, and um, but he took it. To another level on this one, dude. Yeah, are you wrestling? Are, were you a wrestling fan before, or, or what, what were you when when he's hitting you up on the baller set and saying, "Come down," you're like, "Well, fuck yeah, it's The Rock." Are you? A I've fan seen. Of his, I've, I've, I've never been 
I've been a, I've, I've never it's been a big fan of wrestling like that, but I understood that he was a part of it, and I've seen things throughout my life. And can you smell what the rock is cooking and all that kind of stuff? I knew what that was. You know what I mean? Right. I didn't really start going to Monday night SmackDown. I think in Kansas City until my brother Maxilla would take me, and I saw all the people, all creeds, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fill the Sprint Center. I'm like, I had no idea this was this big. I had no idea. Because I've been in my world, creating my own world. Strangeland, I had no idea it went over my head. You know, all the NWO stuff and all this stuff. And back in the day, I'm like, I saw it, but I wasn't really in tune like that. I was more in tune with his movies, you know? Right. Yes. So, uh, which I love every single movie he's done, by the way. Yeah, I'll talk about from Be Cool. I thought he was wonderful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even crazy ass stuff like that. You know what I mean? Just over the years, just enjoying his movies, you know? Yeah, and he's, and he's doing great. I mean, it, it's, a, it's absolutely amazing. But let's get back to the Asinine record as a whole, because there was another song on there I wanted to talk about. What was it? Dial It Back um, was like. I was listening to, that, to the lyrics in that song, and I was like, "This is this is some mature shit right here. This is some, oh yes, this is, this is some intelligence that you're laying down for everyone to to really pick yes. up." And, yes, yes, uh, uh, it's, it's it 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 came, it came from, you know, just living life and introducing myself to people, like, "Hey, how you doing? My name is Tech Nine. I know who you are." And I'm like, "Oh, so I slighted you by introducing myself." <clears throat> I've almost gotten into fights with introducing myself. Like, hey, man, take that. I know you, honey. You ain't got to introduce yourself to me. I'm like, wow. Oh, so we're going to fight because I'm being polite. You know what I mean? Just That's just one level of it. But I noticed that my words hit harder to other people than regular people. Like, if I say to you, yo, man, I think your show is okay, man. I think you should do this. Coming from me, a lot of people take that to heart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I've, I've learned to dial back a lot of things because my force, the way people look at me on a pedestal, when actually we're human beings on a same level playing field in my mind and my soul, but people see me elevated, I have to bring myself down a little bit with my opinions and the things that I say because I've saw, I've witnessed my evolution and me talking about how I've evolved can make someone feel less of themselves and I never understood that and money can make people feel less but this is just our job and it's a blessing that we can make money doing it but it doesn't make us better than anyone else. You know what I mean? But people feel away. It's not you that change with um, success. It's people that change because they start to feel weird around you. Oh, you feel good for us now that you're doing big shows with Kanye and going to do Not Fest with Corey Taylor and all these songs and all these people. Oh, you got the rock now. Don't forget about the little people. Yeah. I'm still the little people. Right. This is my job. It's a blessing that I can go this far, but we can still talk as human beings, man. Uh, and I could agree sucks. with you more, man. Yeah, it sucks that I have to dial myself back for other people's like either to feel 
like they're level with me. You know what I'm saying? I have to dial myself back, like you know. And that's what the song is about. You know what I'm saying? I'm testing them dial it back. You know what I'm saying? So that you'll feel better about yourself. I won't talk about my accomplishments because it makes you feel like you've done nothing when you've probably done everything as a nurse or as a doctor or a football player or a, a mailman or, you know, a barista, you know what I'm saying? Whatever well, I, it is. I believe I agree with that because I, I, I'm a firm believer that uh, your happiness comes from your, comes from within. It doesn't come from somebody else. It's you, you can't you let go. that you can't let someone else be your happiness because then they're going to be your sadness too. You got to have all that control all within yourself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, me dialing it back is for the people that feel less when I'm speaking about myself or when I'm giving an opinion about something. You know what I'm saying? I'll just dial it back. You know what I'm saying? Just keep doing what you do. Yeah, I mean, there's no, you want to support everyone else. And, but I do like part of it too. You, uh, even in this album, you talk about like, how you still have your struggles even to this day, you know, yes, like, like, because we're all, it goes good. back to the fact that we're all humans and we all have our, we all have our own issues and we're all a constant work in progress. Right. There you go. There you go, man. At the end of the day, we are all human beings. I mean, you see how people look at the rock and how he's on a, high tier right. of entertainment. He, if he is indeed on that high tier that everybody sees him on, reach down to me and say, come on up, man. A human being, man. A wonderful human being. Not that he can help me, is that he took the time to say something. Just being polite. Saying hello to people you don't know. A lot of people won't even speak to each other. Hard because of fear of what they might do or say. But when which you is something, you, which is so, something so silly because you can't... I, I've learned this recently is to, is to try not to anticipate uh, what is going to happen in the future if you say hello. If you say, you, you're, putting, you're putting fear in yourself when you don't even know what's going to happen when you say hello. You exactly. Know? Anxiety, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like a, lot, a lot of people are, a lot of people have it and I'm understanding that mental illnesses are real and all that kind of stuff, mental health and all that. But, you know, respect is good in any language. And I learned that decades ago. Right. Respect is good in any language, man. And hello and excuse me, pardon me. Oh, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to step on your shoe. I know you just bought your Jordan, but we're packed in here. <laughs> at the concert. We're not going to fight over this. Okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? Respect. Yeah, I think that's a good. great, that, yeah, I think yeah. respect and, and, and politeness is, uh, everything like that's so important. I, I have a four-year-old son right now, and the, the first things I started to teach him was saying please and thank you right off the bat, even in sign yes, language, because I, yes, I think sir. that that I think that stuff goes a long way. It's not it about does. the words necessarily; it's about, like you said, showing that respect to another human being, and I think that exactly. goes a long way. I remember uh, a few tours ago, I was in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and it was after my show. It was like two o'clock in the morning, and it was another tour bus like across the street hours you know at another spot and one of my stage guys came over he's like hey man um that bus over there spill out and salmo from pantera he wants to meet you and i said holy shit that's still over there you know i wanted to go see greatness in my opinion you know what I'm saying? i don't give a fuck what nobody else did so and rest in peace down back there 
So, um, I went over there. My security came with me. Got on the bus. There's like maybe eight or nine people on the bus. As soon as I got on the bus, everybody stood up like, oh, my God, Tech Nine, boom, boom, boom. Phil Anselmo was all the way in the back by himself. I said, what's up to everybody up there? He stood up, gave me a big hug. We talked for a minute. You know what I'm saying? I commended him. He commended me. We took a picture. I posted it. Everybody, thousands of comments. How can you take a picture with a white supremacist skinhead? And I'm like, oh, yeah. I didn't even think about said, that because the, the imagery that I they said, used to put out. Yeah. I said, let me tell you something. If indeed that bus was full of skinheads, when I walked on that bitch, respect was had both ways. That's what life should be. Right. It don't matter. Straight up, respect was had. Exactly. Love hey, and respect was had. Not, not that, not, and that's great. Yeah, because I mean, like, it, it's it's unfortunate because a lot of the imagery, especially early on for Pantera, had the Confederate flag and stuff. And I think a lot of that, I mean, you could kind of claim ignorance to it because for a lot of it, for guys like me who grew up in like a place where it wasn't, I mean, not saying that for them, but uh, the Confederate flag wasn't very prominent here in Southern California. Like it was like on Dukes of Hazard and Leonard Skinner teachers, which I love both things. So I didn't think anything of it until I got older in life and was realized and, and was taught what it meant, basically. And uh, um, I, I, you know, it's not an excuse per se, but it is something to, to think about on that on that level. When totally. I mean, when, just whenever you got someone's racist, when maybe they're not, maybe it's a, a, a misidentity. Whenever you got the NASCAR Association extracting the flag, you know, it's 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 it's, it's something. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. And people are starting to get it. You know what I mean? But um, respect goes a long way. And that picture of me and Phil stayed up and it's still there if you search back. I don't back down from anything. I have no fear. We as people respect each other. I didn't feel skinhead when I was in there. I didn't feel none of that. And he's denounced that before. You know what I'm saying? No matter what imagery or whatever he's denounced it back in the past you know what i mean i had to go do some research you know what i'm saying to remember everything you know I, I i'm talking about before i met phil the place where dimebag got killed in um columbus ohio i told my booking agent don't book me there anymore we don't go there anymore you know what i'm saying right no that, that goes right back to the respect thing right i imagine yeah yeah, man. And you're just yeah. a big Pantera. Like yeah. that, 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 that segues us into some of the crossover that you've been able to do with a lot of the, a lot of my peers in the metal and rock world. Um, I yeah. mean, like you mentioned, Corey Taylor. You was mentioning Pantera. Obviously, you're a fan. What was, what was some of your first rock rap albums that you got into? Were you in rock before hip hop, or was it the other way around? No, it was all at once because I lived in a family where my, where my neighbors would play hip hop. My family would play gospel. My uncle in that family would play early Elton John and early um, The Doors. And that's why I became a Doors fan. You know what I mean? Dude, because early before, on as a kid. What? Before you go on a little bit further, I have to I have to give you props on the, the Strange Days cover that you did with the guys from The Doors. 
Oh my god, oh, that was so fucking cool. I watched the behind the scenes little clip you got on uh, Strange Music Incorporated on yes. YouTube, um, which everyone should yes. go check out. Because I wanted to talk about that with you. I'm a huge Doors fan, you know, absolutely from from day one. And I had a fun story of when when I went to visit Jim Morrison's gravesite when uh, when I went with our late drummer. Palisades, Palisades, Palisades. I've been there like three times. You've been there three times. Yes. I've only been the once. We were. It was just me and me and um, our late drummer, and we uh, we started singing. I think uh, "Light My Fire" uh, with a group around us, and a whole group of us, like a bunch of these other. You know, I imagine some of them from France, some of them from abroad, and we all just started singing in unison. Uh, "Light My Fire" right by his right by his grave. Yeah. Beautiful. Awesome. Beautiful. I, I thought it was a trip because I'm from the Midwest. You can't really take liquor in a um, cemetery, you know? <laughs> and they let us take bottles up there and drink oh, yeah. and everything. You know, I went up there to tell them thank you because imagine being a kid, hearing light my fire and all that thing, that kind of thing, because my uncle, he works for the school board and all that kind of stuff. My uncle Ike, he would bring different music home. You know what I'm saying? Fly, rock it, it's like, absolutely new Ike. You know what I'm saying? All that. I'm <laughs> my baby got a hold it, so I gotta get some. You know, when I was young, all this. So just imagine being a young little boy hearing songs. The doors. When I was born, he died. When I was born, I was born in '71. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying I think that's when he died, right? I, I believe so. I, I, I've, I've. Yes. I, yes. It sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, it was '70 yeah. or '71 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was '71, man. You know, what I'm saying I was born that year. So as a young kid, I was still hearing the blurbs. You know what I'm saying? Of the doors, you know what I'm saying? All the way up to my teens and everything. So um, imagine being that kid, hearing that music, and then later on in my life, being able to work with the members. Can you imagine how I felt being in there with Ray Manzarek, uh, Rest His Soul, um, Robbie Krieger, and John Dinsmore. And I'm in the booth somewhere in LA where Jim would be standing. I got chills, dude. I doing my doing my verse for the song because we weren't even gonna do strange days yeah i know I wanna, what song were you gonna do before because you mentioned that in the behind the scenes but I, was, I didn't catch which one you were gonna originally do i wanted i wanted to freak severed garden somehow you know what i'm saying okay that i wanted to I, want, I wanted to get because the, the the producer fred breck that put it together he said ray is like i call him uncle ray we work in the same studio tech i'll introduce you to him I'm like no fucking way no fucking way I'm talking about this is the guy that I named my label Strange Music because I'm a Doors fan. Strange days. People are strange. That's why this music, that's why this is called Strange Music because of the fucking Doors. Okay. So when I meet Fred Wreck and we're working in LA and stuff, and he tells me that Uncle Ray works in here. I'm like, no, he hooked it up. So I told the guys we had a meeting the first day in the studio. I'm like, man, I want to freak Severed Garden somehow. And Robbie said, man, that's cool, man. Let's do Strange Days. And I already ha I had a rhyme ready for Severed Garden. I had an idea. I was going to tell Fred Wreck to freak the beat. When Robbie said, man, no, man, let's do something that people know really like big, like Strange Days. And I'm like, what you going to say? Like, I got something already prepared because I wanted to be prepared for this session. Or let's build it from scratch. We built it from scratch. I wrote in the studio. Nervous, like, oh my God, I have to write this right here. 
Fred Reck put the beat together right there, and then guys are playing and dropping their parts. I'm like, oh, this is real. Did you get that all because done in one day? Did you get that all done in no, one day? It was, it was like two, two or three days. Two okay. or three days. You know what I'm saying? And it was surreal, bro. It was surreal. And then I got to go to Perilous Chase and tell Jim, thank you for the inspiration and everything, dog. You know what I'm saying? And you don't just get to do that being a ghetto kid from Kansas City, Missouri, from Wayne Minor Projects. You don't get to just tell the people that inspired you and work with them and tell them thank you and ask them questions about Jim. I remember I'll, after we were done on the second or third day, we were done. And I was in there drinking some red wine with uh, Ray Manzarek. And I was like, uh, I asked him about a Jim lyric. I can't remember. I said it on the thing. Right. On the, on the thing. You said something about it and you guys were drinking Pinot. I, I, I can't Pinot, into yes. that. <laughs> yes. We're drinking Pinot. But I asked him what Jim meant by uh, I forgot what 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 Kurt, he said. Hey man, you gotta ask him, dude. <laughs> what a bro, brilliant you know response! Man? What a brilliant response! Right, right. Dude, yeah, so, so that was a big thing. That. That's, it, was, that's it, was, rad. it was a bitch to get all the estates, all the four estates that own all that, mm -hmm. to say yes, but. After checking my background out, all the estates said yes, man. That's so cool. Yeah, I can I can imagine how, how how difficult that can be sometimes with the litigation. I think the black I think the black the black magic lady was one of them too. Was it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, well you said it, so we'll 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 say that that's truth. We'll go. With yeah, that. man. You know, what <laughs> I mean, same same thing with um, Richie Havens when I did. Speed um, speed um, from freedom, you know, his estate said yes, and I put Eminem on it, and my brother Chris Calico, you know, and uh, I had got a email from his daughter, from Richie Haven's daughter, and said we love it. He would have loved this. He would have been a part of it. It warmed my heart. That's so cool, man. I, I love I love how diverse your music is, um, yes. and just from the rock world to the hip hop world, the uh, yes. Everything in between, man, and then bringing in the 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 horror scene to it as well as you have. I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, again, I'm a big horror fan. Like, yes. we got Halloween around the corner right now. I mean, by yes, the time sir. this airs, yes, Halloween will already pass. Are you planning anything special? I know you're out on the road right now. Do you got a Do you have a show on Halloween night or anything like that? Yes, I do. I have a show in Indianapolis at the Egyptian Room. It's a huge room and it's beautiful. It's going to be a wonderful night. Um, I've already seen uh halloween kills a couple of days ago the day it came out on the 15th i yeah. fucking loved it i it awesome, fucking right? loved it holy <laughs> moly I, I told my lady i said baby you have to find me the burnt mask i know it's somewhere i know somebody's selling it she sent me a picture she sent me a picture immediately like i got it Oh, I know. I know a guy. I know a guy who might be able to help with that too. If you haven't gotten it already, Zach Myers of Shinedown is a, oh. is a is is a huge Halloween fan and has been around on set for all those. Oh movies. man, I was I had Brent's number for a second. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. When it comes to Shinedown, Brent, me and Brent was texting texting each other some years ago. I don't know if he has the same number though. I'll check it and see. Yeah, check in and see because that Zach, yeah. Zach's a good friend of mine. All oh, those guys are good friends of mine. But they, yes, sir. Uh, yes, Zach's, sir. Yes, sir. Zach's the uh, the the one that can infiltrate some uh, Halloween shit for you. 
That's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, what's some what's some of the other uh, uh, horror movies you into? I mean, Halloween is obviously one of your tops. Um, you in, you into uh, some other ones? Like, what would be like your top five? Even just franchises, you don't have to go as as specific as movie. Seventy six. Carrie with Sissy Spacek. Yeah. Friday the Thirteenth Part Five: A New Beginning with Tommy in the uh, Psych Ward with Psych Ward in the Woods was my favorite one. Um, Halloween Two: John Carpenter is my all-time favorite. The music, the keyboards they use to play the Michael Myers theme, everything is perfect in there. To me, I did hear a little homage. I did hear a little homage on like the second or third track on 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 Asinine in the background there. There might have been a little homage to it. I don't know. Yes, 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 yes. We'll talk about that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's nothing from that, but it no, sounds no, like John it's homage. Carpenter. It's homage. Sound, it's, it sounds like John Carpenter produced it. But, exactly. But, um, exactly. But 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 a producer named Salvador did. I'm like nobody else can rap on this but me. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. <laughs> So my fourth would be The Exorcist. Um, Linda Blair did such a wonderful job as a youngster. And in her later life, a couple of years ago, she signed something for me at Comic-Con. So wonderful. I have it up in my shrine right now. Number five. Damn, that's hard, man. Yeah. It's so so many, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like I want to. I want to give it to one of the conjurings or something. You know what I'm saying? But all mine are solid. old school. All mine are old school thus far. Yeah, going, I was four, trying. You know I was trying to think. I was like, well, you got like you got I thought, uh, I Hellraiser. Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger. Yeah, I was gonna say Hellraiser. That, I thought Pinhead. I would give it number five. You know what I'm saying? Over Freddy Krueger because Freddy Krueger is comedy to me. You know oh, he's saying? such comedy, but that's why I love him so much. Every time yeah, he kills me too, you, me too, me he's too. got a great pun on why he's killing you the way that he is. It's fantastic. But I'm, but I'm not going to give it to Pinhead, even though I like, I love Pinhead, and I have Pinhead shit up in my shrine. Um, I'm going to give number five to Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, Dennis Hopper. Oh, shit. That one is fucked up. Yeah, it is. I think I think <laughs> Bill Mosley. I think Bill Mosley is in that one too. You know, I think he's the guy that was scratching his head, his, his, his metal plate. Did you get oh, that yeah. bitch? Little face. Did you get her? Did you get that bitch? <laughs> Dog will hunt. Dog will Dog hunt. Will hunt. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That, so that's all my old top school. Top yeah, yeah man, they're, they're all old school. But they're, they're they're solid ones. I mean, I I grew up watching yeah, yeah. all those movies. <laughs> <laughs> my bus driver's over there quoting shit. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, we're moving. Man, we're miss, moving. I miss the road right now. That's so. That makes me. That makes me so jealous to see it. I haven't been out on the road since yeah. uh, summer of 2018. Um, you've oh, been man. out on the road since the 90s, though, man. How how much have you seen it change? Like just the road life over over the over your career. COVID changed everything. Well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> no my shit. god, we've been touring freely all these years until now dude there's so many things we can't do so many people that are not coming because of the vaccine and this that and other i'm surprised that a lot of these shows are selling out thus far because some of these venues coming up are are expecting everybody coming in to have the vaccine and that's gonna really in my opinion opinion lessen the attendance you know what i mean yeah 
I think attendance is, uh, has been has been hurt a little bit since it's come back, and a lot of people yeah. are waiting to see how it, how the protocols all work out. And to that's, your point, yeah. one venue has a different protocol than the next a lot of times, yeah. and totally. that's 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 got to be really tough for you and your crew. I know that I was going to go out to a couple of concerts. Uh, some of my buddies that were coming through, I texted them, and they're like, "Ah, oh, man, you can come out, but I can't really say hi to you or anything because we're we got to yeah. lock down our dressing room these days." I was like, yeah. "Well." I mean, as much as I love you, but I, I wanted to say hi to you, not necessarily just check out the bands. You know, so. <laughs> I'm saying, man, um, I usually like jump down in the crowd and touch my fans and connect with them. I can't. I have to stay on stage. I yeah. can't jump out in the crowd on this tour. I bring people up on stage, but they have to be away from me. Like when we're saying the lyrics to each other, you know what I mean? And we have to be distanced on stage. And it's so weird, but. It's happening, you know. What I'm yeah, saying? it's happening. And how you how you feel about getting through it? Is every show getting more and more comfortable with the with the new yes, stuff? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is, man. It's 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 feeling more like normal these last couple shows. You know what I mean? And um, it's hard to get used to the mask and the meet and greet. Sometimes our meet and greet three hundred people that buy the VIP pack, and you can't even recognize some of your people. Like, check it's me. I'm like, oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah. You can't see people's smiles anymore. We pride ourselves. The best thing about being Tech Nine to me is when I walk in the room or when I walk on stage, people smile at me. Right. And when you can't see those smiles, man, it's the weirdest thing ever. Dude. So yeah. a lot's changed because of COVID. Are you wearing a surgical mask and then putting the clown mask over for the meet and greet or, or what are you doing there? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no! I don't wear the, I don't wear the clown mask in the meet and greet. I only okay. wear the clown mask in on the um, clown portion of my show because there's yeah. three of me on this tour. There's the king first, there's the clown, and there's the G. I change all headgear within the show. You know what I'm saying? That's and right. uh, each one, each one of them has like 10, 10 songs. So I do like thirty songs a night. You know, you're doing thirty songs a fucking night. Yeah. How, how much time does that fill up? What's the set like? An hour and thirty minutes. An hour wow. and thirty minutes. That's that's mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of songs going back to back, then, right? Yeah, yeah, because some of them are just one verse. You know what I'm saying? Because I have okay. such a extensive um, discography, I have mm -hmm. to fit everything in. And some songs I do fully, some songs I don't. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Just back to back, boom. You know what I'm saying? Well, you've been really busy over your entire career. I was going to ask. Uh, I was going to ask it and start labeling off everybody that you've collabed with. You've already mentioned a few of them here on the show. It's like the better question at this point is who haven't you collabed with? You know, like who's who's on the list that you haven't been a part of of something with? I mean, you you name it from everybody that's on the top right now, MGK and stuff like that. Like Corey Taylor, you just did uh, last year. Um, you know, I mean, I've done two. I've done I've done, done a bunch of shit. I've toured with Jay-Z, but I haven't done a song with Jay-Z. So that's going to come one day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Soon, I feel. Um, I haven't done anything with Drake yet. I've done multiple songs with Wayne. I haven't done anything with Event Sevenfold yet. And I love <laughs> Matt's voice. You know what I'm saying? Dude, you, you've actually given us, uh, back in the day, we've, I've, I've seen you give us some books before. And I really appreciate yeah. that. And when you guys came to Kansas City, you um, you dedicated a little piece of heaven to me and everything. I was fucking taken by it. <laughs> and everybody in the crowd was looking at me and shit. I'm like, yeah, because I saw you guys backstage. You know yep. what I'm saying? before, And you guys asked me, did I want to stay back there to watch? I'm like, no, 
I want to watch out in the crowd. I want to feel it. You know what I mean? You, you guys look at me like, really? I'm like, yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm a fan, dude. I want to watch from the front. You know what I'm saying? So, but Appreciate after, it. after M Shadows did it, um, with, uh, Machine Gun Kelly, I'm like, Fuck! you know what I'm saying? Cause <laughs> I wanted to do it first. So that's why I like paused on it, but enough time has passed. And yeah, I'm like, I always want to do that. Um, uh, there might be something. There might be something in the in in, in the in the works here. We, we, we could we could work on. There, there might be yes, something sir, down here. Yes, sir. If you guys just sent me a track, you know what I'm saying, something, just sent me the whole shit. I'll just fucking add my shit to it. I don't give a fuck. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, James Hetfield, man. You know, I've been here and they've been fans for a long time, and Metallica. You know, and I've heard stories about them using Einstein to to warm up and I'm like always want to do that you know what I'm saying I always want to do the Ozzy until fucking Travis Scott and uh the other guy uh oh he did it what was that Post Malone did it Post Malone yeah Post Malone did it they don't know nothing about the Prince of Carcass you know what I'm saying they don't know nothing <laughs> I can't say they don't know nothing about it I can't say that no, I can't yeah. say that I can't really say that I'm just saying you know I, what I mean? I, I've heard I I've never I've never met Post, but I, I I've heard that he the rumor was that I heard is he he was more he was in a metal guitar playing yes. band before. So yes. Yes. I imagine yes. he knows a little bit about Ozzy. Exactly, exactly. I'm just talking shit. But um, <laughs> that's fun too. But, but, but I'm the kind, I'm, I'm the kind I'm, I'm the kind of guy that was pissed off when I heard Jay Z use the Doors five two one baby yeah. one and five. But you like R O. C is down with us. I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> Beating you, know you to the saying? punch, man. <laughs> you know but he freaked it though. Yeah. You know? So, you know, I, you know, so a lot of these people I work with, man, like I've never worked with anybody like in hip hop before. So when MGK did that with M Shadows, I'm like, Bruh. but what he did with MGK to me was okay. Okay. It was like, it was like, it was. It was like, it was simplicity. I want something big from you guys. You know what I'm saying? That's okay. wordy. You know what I'm saying? I want something that's going to dip and turn and change and not loop. I like where your head's at. Let's let, in, again, my let's opinion, <laughs> in my opinion, MGK didn't send him deep enough to do more things. It was like, you you saved me or something? I forgot what it was. It was just he just kept on singing. I'm like, that's cool, but he could yeah. do so much more with his voice. Is how I felt. Yeah, I never said it this to anybody. Sorry and shit. No, but no, uh, <laughs> you know, no, not saying not, just, not saying it was a bad your producer, song. You're putting on your producer hat right now as we speak. I love yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when I first heard it, I'm like, M. Shadows can do way more than this. Why did? Anyway, it was still a good song. Still a great big song. You know. But nah, what I do with you guys, mm -mm. you heard what I did with Corey Taylor with yeah. Wither. That does everything. Yeah, man. <laughs> he's rapping, he's singing, everything, man. He showed everything he can do. If I'm going to do something with. You uh, guys got to send me. Hey, it's got to be right. humongous. Look at Face Off, man. Come on, man. Face Off is. Oh, dude. Dude, just killing yeah. it. 
just killing it. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Congratulations on that, too. We'll go back to it one more time. But Face Thank Off you, being the number one song in hip hop. Uh, uh, yes. You know, just where we, it got all the way up to six. Is it still going higher overall in every genre? Nah, this morning is at 7.5 million. Damn. That's insane, yeah. man. Congratulations on that. After so, you, you know, like you said at the top, man, never. Never have you seen that in your career. And then we're talking about no. a, a, a really big career. Like there's a yes. lot of sample yes. size on that and a lot of, yes. a lot of, a lot of hits and a lot of, you know, everything. So yes. it's, it's saying a lot. So congratulations. I've, I've, had, I've had a wonderful career and going into my 50th year, I'll be 50 November 8th. Um, oh, craziest Scor things. Scorpio. Yes, Scorpio. I'm, I'm, yes. uh, I'm November 18th. Oh yes. All day, all night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but all this happening, in this era of my career, and it's still going up on the incline, man, it's such a blessing, dude. You know what I'm saying? It's the energy that we put forth at Strange Music, man. We never say die, man. We never say I'm getting too old or too gray to still <laughs> compete. Well, hell, well compete. if it makes you feel any better, like, I'm, as we said, I'm 36, you're about to be, I'm about to be 37, you're about to be 50. Somehow you still look younger than me. That's why I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I got all these grays and shit, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> oh yeah, but when I grow this out, when I grow this out, I am Santa Claus, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love it. Let me ask you a couple yeah. things about uh, about Strange Music Incorporated, though. Like that's your that's your label that you've had, uh, you've been putting everything out on for how many years now? Uh, we're 20 years going into 21 years deep, man. Me and my partner Travis O'Glenn, man, independently. Yes, and independently, and and. Uh, you post uh, most of the videos and everything that I've seen is up there on Spanish Music, uh, 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 Inc., sorry, uh, uh, YouTube channel. So you got all that stuff there. Everyone could check that out. Um, Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five-star review. If you want to listen to this show ad-free, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop and access to our private discord server where you can chat one-on-one -on -one with johnny christ himself awesome! so stay tuned stay thirsty and stay filthy as fuck have you over those years you had to have been approached numerous times to go over to a different label with all the success that you were having there what, what's made you stay um, with the with the strange music incorporated like what what's that i mean i other than it being your baby like it was there ever an offer that actually made you think about it for a second no i started with major labels i had my first record deal in 93 with jimmy jim and terry lewis perspective and m had my second record deal in 90 no first one 93 with jimmy jim and terry lewis i said that uh perspective and m 97 i signed with uh quincy jones and warner quest and warner 97, 98, 99, I signed with J Interscope. After that, all those failed. I didn't want to have to, I didn't want to go to a major ever again. End of story. You know what I'm saying? Nobody, nobody knew what to do. Nobody knew what to do. And all respect to Quincy. He was never there, but the people that worked for him did not know what to do with us. With a black dude from the projects um, with red spiked hair painted face, bishop's robe, gang attire up under that because I grew up in a blood neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and uh, talked about a spirituality and not only did hip-hop, but it was infused with 
metal and, you know, saying blues and jazz and everything, just a clusterfuck. They didn't know where to put me because everybody were clones. You know, in 93, they wanted me to be like Wu-Tang because Protect Your Neck came out. I'm like, I'm from the Midwest. I can't do that. I won't do that. I don't sound like that. You know, and they wanted you to do what was hot. And we had to show them what strange music could do. And me and my partner with Travis being the kind of guy that would take a chance with such a clusterfuck says a lot about his personality. You know what I'm saying? And we've been doing this 20 years strong. Yeah, you know man, and, and killing it. And as you said, just keeps growing and keeps growing. So, such a fucking cool testament. Now, the show is called Drinks with Johnny. So I got to ask you a little bit about the about uh, the caribou lou andre mm. uh i i mean i know uh through our talks you you've recently or in the last year or so uh got off the booze um yes. and and uh but i want to talk about the times when you were drinking caribou lou because that sounds like a fucking insane drink that i haven't had yet holy moly donut shop man um <laughs> it's the best it's, it's the best shit ever dude you know what i'm saying and I, i've drank it so much i've drank it so much that now I've been uh, <laughs> I've been um, sober for eight months since the 14th had just passed, and I am not proud of it. No, You're not proud I'm not of proud it? of it. No, I want to <laughs> drink every day. I am a drinker. <laughs> All right, cool. I knew we were going to go on this fine. <laughs> I am a drinker, brother. You know what I'm saying? I would love a cold Bud Light right now. I say this every night on t- on tour. You know, when I'm telling the crowd and they tell me they start clapping, I'm like, what the fuck are you clapping for? I want a fucking double Tito's with Sprite and a lemon and lime twist with some grenadine in it. Motherfucker, I want that right now. You know what I'm saying? I said I would kill a Moscow mule right now. You know what I'm saying? In the copper cup. You know what I'm saying? I would love a mimosa right now. I haven't eaten breakfast yet. You know, I just woke up when I got on this. I haven't eaten breakfast yet. You know what I mean? I I usually have mimosas with my breakfast. Right. Oh, top shelf, top shelf mimosa with Grand Marnier in it. You know what I'm Ooh, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little, little orange yeah. color on it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I switched from orange juice mimosas to pineapple mimosas when I went to um, Hawaii a couple of Halloweens ago. Me and my lady, and we started drinking those, and they, we learned that the acidic um, thing within um, orange juice. It's less pineapple juice. So right, it feels yeah, better. Yeah, little, yeah totally. You and, can drink more t- of them. So basically what yes. you're saying is you can drink more of them. Yes, man. Yes. Man. <laughs> so that's my that's my drink of choice, a pineapple mimosa. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I can't have any of it no more. But Caribou Lou, I created that in 1995 in a, in a bar that my um, the label I was with at the time, it was a hood label called Midwest Side, and it was owned by this guy that I went to school with named Diamond Shields, rest his soul, and the producer, Don Juan, you know, and he had a club called The Palace on like 25th and Prospect in the hood, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And um, one night we, we had brought E-40 and the click to perform at that club. The next day when we were cleaning up the club, you know, we were talking about how E-40 them have the slur cane with the 151 in it and everything. And we're like, that's dope. Like, hurricane. They dig hurricanes and call it slur cane. That's dope. We need our own drink with 151. So we just start playing with stuff. Me, T-Will, and Big Scoop back behind the bar. Got the 151. Grabbed the Malibu rum. And 
I don't know how the pineapple juice went in there. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I tasted it and I said, it's kind of like Caribbean drink, Caribbean. It's like Caribbean. He's like, yeah, Caribbean. You know what I'm saying? Caribbean, caribou. Ooh, we can call it caribou loo. You know what I'm saying? Because if you drink too much of this shit, you'll be, you have to go to the loo. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's the, you <laughs> yeah. know, bathroom, that's you know English what I'm saying? Term, English term for the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a man who's been traveling. That's a world traveler right there. <laughs> yeah. It's caribou loo. You know what I'm saying? But, but, um, it actually came from a cartoon character, you know what I'm saying? Chili Willie or something, you know what I'm saying? Caribou. And, and that's why I thought of it, you know what I'm saying? But like it takes to the loop for sure. If you drink too much of that 151, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it, and, and like the cartoon, it's, it's, it's soft, but it's hard at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Was it's it so, like, a, it's like a half a jug of 151 or some shit? Uh-huh. Yeah. No, no, no. Half a bottle. You know what I'm saying? Half Just a half bottle, a bottle. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? And you have to. Well, then when I make it, when I make it, it'll be half a jug. Yeah, it comes with a filter on it. They, they, yeah, of course. <laughs> it comes with a. It came with a filter on it because they recalled it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's dangerous. Yeah. Um, we, we would pop it off with a knife and just pour it. You know what I'm saying? Half a bottle, and then just less, a little bit less um, uh, Malibu rum because it's sweet. You don't want it to be too sweet. You know, like you know, what I'm saying it don't yeah. take much, and the rest, you know, what I'm saying. Pineapple juice, man, and oh man, it's such a refreshing drink. And God, the ladies are out of their clothes. You're making me thirsty yeah. right now. I'm gonna have to when we're when we're yeah. done here. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get this drink going. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you're gonna do it unless you have some leftover 151, like I, I do at my home. I have Ooh, bottles I at my house. I don't have the 151, but they there are a few uh, uh, other silver rums. Yeah, that you can Cruzan. get there. Cruzan, Cruzan, yeah. Cruzan, Cruzan has yeah. 151. Yeah. But um, you know, us at out uh. Us and Outlaw Spirits, Jesse James Dupree and them, they had sent me, um, um, you know, it sent me a few. We were talking about doing Caribou Lou with them, okay? Doing the actual liquor drink. So they sent me a few samples, like four to five samples. I still have them in my house. This was years ago. Cause we were doing Sturges and we were talking about Caribou Lou and from doing Sturges turned into us talking about, Hey, what about us doing Caribou Lou at Outlaw Spirits? I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I, st I still have those at my house. And one day, you know what I'm saying? After we were talking about it, I guess, um, full throttle had burnt down and they had to rebuild it. You know what I'm saying? Or something like that. So we lost contact for a minute. And then I did it at the newer one recently. And I think the, the idea came back up. So it's, we might still make it, you know what I'm saying? And hopefully by that time I'll be back drinking it. I don't know. <laughs> I, my fingers are crossed. My fingers are crossed. I want I yes. want to see that can, dude. I want to see that. But, uh, but we ended but we ended up doing the beer though with Boulevard Brewing Company, was, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cute. Is yeah. that is that still running? That was a few years ago now, right? Blue beer. No, it's on yeah, it was, it's only seasonal. And they've been talking to us lately about doing it again, you know what I'm saying? So, we'll see because it really it really sold out everywhere we put it, you know? Yeah. Well, and what was the flavor profile? Obviously, I didn't get a chance to try it. So what was the flavor it was, profile? It was pineapple and coconut. Um, uh, uh, wheat beer. Pineapple, coconut, wheat beer. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Well, I hope, hopefully you get some more of that going. You send some, my, some more my way because I'd love to do that. Uh, one thing yeah. I wanted to share with you, though, real quick before I let you go, because I know you got a busy day here. So uh, I know you're, you're off the booze, obviously. 
Um, have you ever tried one of these Lagunitas Hi-Fi hops? No. Okay, so it's it's sparkling water infused with THC. Oh. So it so it drinks like a beer, but and it still gives you a buzz. But mm-hmm. maybe you can do that since you can't do the alcohol right now. I'm just I'm trying to give you options. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, I have this thing called slap juice that I get from these medical people, <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's like a shot of it is 20 milligrams. And when I'm Ooh. done working at home, I take a shot of it, and I'm high as fuck, and I love yeah. it. It's, it's <laughs> such a brain, it's such a brain massage. So I probably love that what you said, you know. Yeah, man, you gotta check. I, I, I also get the elixirs like that where you take the shots out, and I'll make cocktails with it, so that mm-hmm. I, I get like a little. The shot will get it straight to you, right? It, it all hits mm-hmm. you at once. I yes. like the I like the drinks and the edibles that I can have, like, and it'll just continue the high for a longer time for me. Exactly, time released. Yes, yeah. I love it. I love it. Man. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, man, what's uh, the color? That was a big name you said. What was that? So it's it's a hi-fi hops. Are you familiar with the beer Lagunitas, the beer brand? No. Uh-uh. Yeah, so they're that's, they're out in Southern California. So that's why like they're they're all legal oh, okay. here and everything. So I'm they're from Kansas out of City, man. I know. <laughs> well, come on down, man. I'll I'll hook you up. Don't worry. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. When when, when, you, when you can get outside, when you can get outside of the touring protocol, and you're down in Southern yes. California, we'll get together. Yes. We'll have a good time with it. Totally, man. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, again, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm going to let you go. I know you're on your bus. You got a big day, got a big show tonight and everything. So yes. uh, good luck on the rest of the tour. Uh, keep in touch with it, man. This was a really fun chat. And we'll, uh, we'll we'll talk about some of that shit we were talking about earlier. Yeah, man. I need I need that big music, man. Come on, let's move. You know, <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. All right. Thank you so much for being here. Everyone go check out Tech Nine's new record, Ask Nine, streaming everywhere right now. Cheers. Much love to you, brother. Thank you. And that'll do it for this week's episode of Drinks with Johnny. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks again to Tech Nine for being on the show. You guys can check out his tour dates easy enough to find in Tech Nine everywhere on social media. If you want some more Drinks with Johnny, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com. We've actually just launched a new Black Friday. I know it's not Black Friday yet. <laughs> a Black Friday box and some new merch for you guys to rep and show that you are in love with this show as much as we are. We're having a lot of fun doing this for you guys, so please show your support for this show and everything that we do. Um, head over, as I said, to drinkswithgiant.com for some more content. You can become a filthy animal and uh, join us on the Discord channel as well as getting bonus material early, ad-free, all those wonderful things by signing up for the premium membership and call yourself a filthy animal. Um, that's pretty much it. Make sure you share and do all those wonderful things on social media and we will be sure to find you. Uh, I guess that's it for this week. As always, till next time, cheers. What's up, everyone? This is Jay Reason. I want to let you all know that Diablo Zen Podcast is now part of the Sound Talent Media family. Listen in as me and the one and only Danny Diablo, a.k.a. Lord Ezak, interview artists from the hardcore punk, metal, hip-hop scenes, and beyond. We have conversations with guests like actor Peter Green, DJ Muggs from Cypress Hill, L.A. street photographer Estevan Oriole, Jimmy G from New York City's legendary Murphy's Law, and pro wrestler Vampiro, to name a few. If you're a fan of good discussions and lots of laughs, tune in and join the fun. Welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute. What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind, uh, and right now you're going to be getting a little little taste of it, right down to the shaky microphone and all. <laughs> and my name's Bob. 
Patrick. My name's Patrick, and usually we're joined by Tom. Tom's the best. Tom has a real grown-up job that requires him to be at work, but we talk about decidedly not-so-grown-up things like... Hardcore music and things that people that like hardcore music tend to like. So that could be the latest shows, uh, revisiting classic material, talking about the new classics, um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a niche music podcast that, that you either love want to love or hate yeah imagine all the emotions that you have towards a genre that that uh has impacted your life uh and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week so triangulate your speakers think about jumping off the bed singing along dancing like an idiot and listen to axe grind podcast <laughs>